You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. We're going to pretend like we didn't just have an hour and a half long conversation about sex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that we 100% Well, act didn't. like my parents when, we, when they go to church in the morning. Yeah. Like, we just did something, <laughs> but now we're going to go to church. <laughs> yeah. Everybody listening knows something happened. Mm-hmm. They just don't know exactly mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, two old guys just playing old games. That's it, man. Yeah. And today we're starting our, uh, our real venture. Because we did Star Fox 64, or Star Fox 2, right? We have also done Star Fox 64. 64. You're not wrong. But I guess now is, because I guess our original intention was to start this off alphabetically, but a much better idea. Where are we going to start what off alphabetically? (laughs) The the Wikipedia's full list of Super Nintendo games. All right. So all 725 Super Nintendo games. Mm -hmm. That's the goal, right? And we're going to talk about all of them. All of them. It's going to take us a long time. We've already done about like 150, 150. I don't yeah. know. That's just a guess. I yeah. don't know. Actually, I do have a spreadsheet. I could figure that out, mm. but I have not done mm-hmm. that yet. Because it's too... What I've been doing is I've been filling in the rows of the games that we've done episodes on with red highlight. The red highlight. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't figure out how many that we've done already is because there's a lot more white than there is red. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't even have to worry about... We're good. We're yeah. good for a while. So starting off that list... Because you already put some time into the game by the time the randomizer idea came along. It's a great idea. Yeah, I love the I randomizer love it. I think idea. It's perfect. That's we're what gonna, we should do. At the end of this episode, we're going to randomize. We're going to see what game we're talking Hell about. Oh, yes. And fucking pray it is not a sports game. There are a lot of fucking sports <laughs> there are games. There are a lot of sports games. If it's a fishing game, I'm down. Okay. That's yeah. good. All so, right. So Phil Hawkins would be so happy if it's a fishing game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Fishing games. They're. <laughs> They're great. Tyler died. Yep. Thought <laughs> <laughs> of dysentery. So Seventh Saga, the Seventh Saga, Seventh Saga. is the game that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. It is, as far as Wikipedia is concerned, it is the game right after Three Ninjas Kick Back. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Which we've already done an episode on, yep. so that is why we're doing the Seventh yep. Saga. Uh, let's see. So... Um... About to say, I should have even rolled in with like an intro or anything. I don't think I you got anything. I don't think so. I think I was just. Have you seen that new Hellboy movie? Because Ryan was supposed to be here, but yeah. isn't because he's, he's a bitch. Yeah, Ryan of being I'm Tyler's brother. I'm name. too tired. Yeah. yeah, not even here. I even called him. Yeah, he didn't answer. No. And then I chastised him. And he didn't <laughs> reply. <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't like that. Is my guess. No. Oh well. He he said he was gonna be here, and then he failed like. Five minutes till six. So <laughs> I was really looking so he forward. gets a little bit. Yeah, and he was our he was our seventh saga expert. Uh huh. So if this yep. episode sucks, uh, you blame Ryan. Blame Send Ryan. all hate mail. Yeah, you have his email address, his work email. You can give out. Oh shit! I wish I did. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where he works. <laughs> He's told me so many times that it just like I just hear wind every time he tells me, and it just doesn't it just doesn't soak in. Man, every time Ryan tells me where his, where he works, locusts come out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's what's that? Um, it's a Brandon Sanderson book. Uh, the the um, 
The Man Who Spit Locust. The Man Who Spit Locust. By Brandon Sanderson. It's the, the Stormlight Archive is the series, but in one of the books, it talks about the main character. Um, his wife died, and it was so tragic he couldn't bear it. So he went and made a deal with like a witch to take those memories away from him. But then he We've people, all been there. People would just talk about her again. So she made it to where he can never even hear her name again. So every time like somebody says her name, he just hears like a whoosh of wind or or something like that. Like anytime he tells her story or hear her name or anything like that, he just he can't absorb it. There's like some goes away. Vibes of uh eternal sunshine there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I must have also worked there and had a really bad experience. So now Ryan can't even tell me. Oh yeah, you worked where Ryan worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was you went to a witch and you're like <laughs> It was too painful. <laughs> uh have you seen that new Hellboy movie? This is my I, intro. I've heard it's bad. I saw it with Lord Dennis. Ooh, how was it? It would have been amazing if we would have been the only people in the theater. And it was so mm. close to that. Like, mm. it, the movie's about to start, and a couple comes in behind us. Wow. And I'm like, 15 minutes into the movie, they hadn't left, and I was like, that guy's getting a hand job. Like, <laughs> like there's no way. Like, because uh, yeah. it's like, I, the whole time I just, I like, I looked back a couple times, not just to see if he was getting a handy, but like looked back to see if they were still there because, dude, I was dying to like, I was holding in laughter. Like, it was <laughs> that movie is a fucking disaster. Oh. And I love Hellboy. I mean, it would have been really funny if like you had like looked up and like stood up and like, hey, man, check this out. And sort of giving Dennis a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> egging, egging her on. Come on. Come on. He's close. He's close right now. Uh, what about your guy? <laughs> no? Oh, oh. It's all over my hands. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Hellboy the Hellboy 500? <laughs> the, the Hellboy job? <laughs> the <yeah>. Derby? <laughs> the Hellboy Derby? Everybody goes in in pairs. <laughs> and they just jerk each other off. <laughs> last, one, last one to come uh, has to watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> It's kind of like Ookie Cookie, but worse because you have to watch all the Hellboy by yourself. You have to do it on the last person. The last person to do it, the, you have to come on their forehead and do Hellboy horns. Ron Perlman's there. You have to have the gall to bust one on Ron Perlman. I don't think I could do it. No, I, res- uh, I respect the man too much. No. And I've, I've come on people I respect. <laughs> Have you though? Have you though? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go, yeah. <laughs> we can go, yeah. But not as much as I respect Ron Perlman. <laughs> when I die at my funeral, you'd be like, that goddamn man respected the fuck out of Ron Perlman. Baby, I love you, but you're no Ron you're Perlman. No, Get on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's true. Ron, Ron puts his tongue out, just saying. <laughs> Ron shows it to me. <laughs> Wait, did they call me Ron Ron, Ron Pearlman? Show me those pearls. Ron what? Pearlman. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, this has been a good start. I love this. I love this podcast so far. <laughs> oh, we man. should talk about sex for an hour and a half before we start every show. <laughs> we should talk about cum and Ron Pearlman starting every show. Yeah, the, the movie's bad though. It's very yeah, bad. I heard it was pretty bad. It's very, very bad. Why but, does it go off the rails so hard? Man, okay, the, my favorite thing about it is like, all right, so I'm watching it, and it starts, and there's this like, there's this, the opening scene is like, the effects aren't really good in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, all right, the effects aren't great, but they're like, it's still stylized. It's like, this could work. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
two minutes into the movie, I'm like already trying to justify like it's okay. This is gonna be <laughs> it's all right, all right. Just because this one scene was not great doesn't mean that the whole thing is gonna be horrible. <laughs> And then the next scene is like I came beside her. Um, she had appeared pretty recently. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. It's I'm sure it's okay. It's weird, like the number of times that I have thought about pregnancy scares in a movie theater. There's no, there's no connection to it. But it's like, like in the moment where it's like, I don't know. There's just a moment where like you zone out during the trailers, and it's like, man, I hope I don't have a baby in there. <laughs> But it's like the next scene was just straight up like, oh, fuck. Like, it is just shot so bad. Mm-hmm. What's it, David Harbour? Is that mm-hmm. the, the guy yeah, from no. Stranger Things who played Hellboy? I think that's his name. I, um, I don't know. I bet he regrets that decision. I feel really bad uh, for him because it's like he didn't really do a whole lot before Stranger Things, right? So is the sheriff that you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I think it's him. I don't know. This is not a movie podcast. Yeah. So uh, who? I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Nope. But it's like. If that is him, which I think it is, not a good, yeah. not a good follow up because it's yeah. like now everyone's going to be like, well, he's really good at playing a sheriff in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slinking back to Netflix. Yeah, so I mean, not a good movie. If you want to go, like, I really do honestly recommend it. Like, if you can go, like, at a dollar theater where there's like you and a bunch of friends go, that is the way to watch this movie yeah. because it is so bad that it is good. Like, there is a scene where it's like. Hellboy's father, it's like, this is B-movie, dude. This is like a B-movie. The effects are so bad. They're very bad. Dennis and I tried to, like, figure out where the fucking budget went. Like, who, I don't know where it went. It was not the effects. All I think, honestly, the budget must have gone into trying to make Hellboy look like Ron Perlman. <laughs> like, truly, I think that is like... Because I mean, he was pretty fucking perfect. He was perfect. Ron Perlman's perfect for it. Like, I almost, whenever I heard there was another one, I was just kind of like... Why? I know. The first two movies are so good. Yeah. They got me into the comics. Especially, like, I mean, I thought the first one was pretty good. I thought the second one was fucking fantastic. The second one is really good. I like the first movie better, but it's because... David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because the, the second movie is very bright. Mm-hmm. And I like how dark the first one is. Like, not like in tone, but like it's literally dark. There's a lot of shadow. Right. Yeah. Cinematically, there's a lot of dark and shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's because like they use so many practical special effects in the first movie. And in the second movie, they use a lot more CG. Oh, okay. The CG is good. I think yeah. it's really, really yeah, yeah. good. But um, I think like because they use a lot of practical effects in the first movie, I mean, I think that has a lot to do with why it's so dark, which also happens to just work with the comic because Mm -hmm. the comic is very like stark. There's just stark, there's darkness, and then there are things for you to look at, but there's a lot of darkness. Mm. Okay. The movie's very bad. There is a a scene in the movie Mm. where I swear to you, uh, Hellboy's dad is filing down Hellboy's horns, Mm -hmm. and you can see the horn stub move. Like, you can see it like. Twist on his on his forehead, god. and it's like, oh my god! Like no wow. one saw this and was like, maybe his horn shouldn't move like that. Or it was a situation for like, we're out of money. We don't have horn money. It's just gonna have to. It's just gonna have to move. Sorry, we're we, out of money. Yeah, we spent all. We blew it all. We blew it all. Like on the darkness isn't cheap, man. Remember when we blew it all on Ron Perlman's face? It's kind of <laughs> like that, but we just blew it. The movies. The movie scale. Uh, <laughs> when you make a bad movie, that's what you call it. Oh, I man, it really came on Ron, Ron Perlman's. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Like, Go- Gone like Girl? Pearls before Ron Perlman's face. <laughs> Gone Girl? Oh, fucking came on Ron Perlman, damn it. 
I don't know. That might be a good movie. I've never seen it. I don't know. Have I? Mm. Well, I think we have, a, we have a new thing we need to do. That's true. I really, I, I don't like that Ben Affleck is no longer Batman because I thought he was such a good Batman. I never, I haven't seen any of his I mean, it was not so. a good movie. He was by far the best part of that movie. Yeah. I was excited to see him like have a standalone Batman movie. Yeah. Because I really like Affleck's angry Batman. I didn't even know he was done. I've seen the the Joker trailer. Mm-hmm. We talked about that, I think, on the last episode. Yeah, I was skeptical until I saw it, and I was like, "Shit!" I mean, that's definitely an Elseworlds tale, one hundred percent. But like, that looks that looks pretty good. I don't I don't know. I think that's a great trailer. Yeah. I th- honestly think that that trailer is really good. But it's like, I, as I was watching it, I was like, "This movie, like, this is a good trailer, but looks like a boring movie." Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like what's happening. Yeah, I guess you don't really know which direction. Maybe I mean, it's like there the point. you don't know how Joker's gonna go True. or what he's doing. Or... True, and it's like, but I do think like if anybody could pull off fucking creepy ass, it's Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix so. does look fucking super creepy. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when he's I guess with his mom or whatever, and mm-hmm. it, it's like yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I've also been playing um, Drew Barbecue Baron Drew Roland of Hops and Heroes mm-hmm. fame. Uh, he turned me on to a game called The Friends of Ringo Ishikawa, and it's an indie game that's on Steam and it's on Switch, and uh, it is a River City Ransom esque RPG. So it's a beat 'em up RPG Ooh. that's set in Japan in I assume like the late '80s. And uh, it is not a great game, mm. but I really enjoyed it. And I, I think if you enjoy if you enjoyed River City Ransom and you like indie games and the, like like those kind of like stories, mm-hmm. I think you'd really like the game. Okay, it's yeah, it's it's, it's worth checking out. I think it's like fifteen dollars. I honestly don't think it's worth fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. But if you can pick it up for like seven bucks, if you pick it up like half off or something, go for it. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not really good. It's seven dollars good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. that's like uh, yeah. I mean, you could pay a dollar for all Tadpog special content, but if they're running a sale and it's like fifty cents for all their, then then, <laughs> then, then do, do it. it. Then, then definitely do it. <laughs> do it. Thanks for, to everybody, by the way, who had um, who gave feedback on the Suikoden fantasy movie yeah, casting yeah, yeah. that we did on Patreon recently. Uh, a lot more people liked it than I thought would like it. Okay, so awesome. That was because I tried uplifting. logging in on my phone and I couldn't without asking you. That so. was you. Yeah. I, every time someone that tries to me. log in, I get an email and I was like, "There's no way this is Tyler again." Yeah, it was me again. <laughs> it wasn't me do it again. Like it does like not think it does not trust my phone at all. So <laughs> bad phone. We've scanned it. Far too much pornography on it. <laughs> we yep. went, Dave. They have a pornography phone trying to log into Patreon. <laughs> That's Allow not it? yours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we know your fetishes, and these are slightly different. <laughs> these are, yeah. It's like dark red and maroon. They're slightly different. <laughs> it's like burgundy and maroon. <laughs> Which one are you? Which one am I? Um, hmm. See, I think I'm maroon. You think you're maroon? And I I'm think burgundy. I'm maroon. I think you're burgundy. Am I, do I have fancier tastes? Maybe a fancier pornography. <laughs> I was just basing it on the amount of probable hentai that it's consumed. Oh, I had a brief hentai phase. I'm just, I'm like a roller coaster baby. I'm always dipping yeah. in and out of that phase. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I definitely had a hentai phase and a literotica phase. I never had a literotica phase. Yeah. Just because literotica, like, there's enough shit on there, like, whatever. You can really delve into what itch you want to scratch. So, plenty of weird shit. Lots of content. Big, Lots huge of huge catalog. Yeah, huge yeah. catalog. A very specific breakdown for things. Sounds so. like you're talking about hentai to me. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably not as broad, because chances are, I mean, when you boil hentai down, it's pretty much the same, same thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much anime girls getting fucked. I mean, that's yep. pretty much, yeah, that, at the end of the day. By their cousin, senpai, Ron monster, Ron Perlman. <laughs> senpai Perlman. All of the, all, all the same character. <laughs> Perlman-chan, please. <laughs> senpai Perlman-chan. <laughs> As Hellboy, but with tentacles. Fine. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's some Cthulhu mythos and going on in there. And that works. <laughs> that checks out. I'm willing. To, we could probably. You want to find Hellboy Literatica right right now? Have, oh, yeah. Fucking people Let's with his horn up. I'm it. sure it's yeah. a thing. I'm tentacles, sure it's a thing. Yeah. The whole. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there's 2019 Hellboy Literatica in there. That probably hasn't yeah. hit yet. Yeah, not yet. I mean, there's probably some uh, Sons of Anarchy. You know there Ron is. Ron Perlman and. Um, Shit. I know, I know. Peggy Bundy. Thank you. I don't know her. I don't. Uh, what's her name? I know her this name, but because I want to think about it, because I, I mean, I fucking love her. She's fantastic in everything she does. She's great. Seagal, Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. Thank you. I'm Shoot. sure there's some like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Ron Perlman and Steven Seagal. That's what I want. <laughs> I'd pay good money to watch them make out, me and not too. for any sexual reason. Maybe oh, a little. Yeah, me, yeah, there's a little. A little sexual sexual reason. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're maroon. I want to. I want to see who. <laughs> Like, cause they're gonna try to out alpha each other. So who comes out? Oh. Who turns on? Who who turns out on bottom? That's what I want to see. That's a really good question. Yeah. I don't know. I was... we we do our own version of celebrity death match. <laughs> only it's who turns into the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, as far as hey, look, some one of them might want to be bottom. That's true. As there's, far there's as wrong with that, I I am envious of that kind of orgasm. It yeah, eludes me. One so. of them's maroon. One of them's burgundy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way that it works. <laughs> Oh man, so uh, seventh saga. You want to talk about the seventh saga? Talk about seventh saga, the right. seventh one. Yeah, man, I'm glad this is not the seventh game in a series. <laughs> uh, Tyler, yes, Dave. Do you hear that? I do. It is what is. Um, it is Ron Perlman. Yes. standing in the middle of a bunch of dudes, and he's very disappointed. I think that's pro- he probably like, would look disappointed. You bunch of come on, somebody fucking nut on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nut monsters. Look at this beard just ready to catch those catch those swimmers. I'm out. They stick <laughs> I'm out. He went too come far. Come on. Come on. He went and, too far. No, as soon as I can't. I, <laughs> what about you, glasses? <laughs> no, no, sir. You losing it? <laughs> no, sir. I'm oh. Oh, it done lost. <laughs> if you're if you're speaking of my my mighty erection, that has gone the way of you're the- never gonna get this asshole of anarchy. <laughs> I don't want it, sir. Uh, I'm the most brutal bottom you've ever met. <laughs> I, uh, okay. <laughs> Can I? My asshole looks just like my face. <laughs> More beard. It's got a chin. <laughs> I've had a lot of I've had a lot of fun talking about coming on Ron Perlman, but uh, if you're not going to jerk it, then read the damn Wikipedia article. Come on! All right, all right, Miss, all right, Mister Perlman, as you as you wish. Okay, guys, the seventh saga. Perlman son, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Perlman son. My apologies, Perlman son. Perlman sama. So, oh, my apologies, Perlman sama. I'm I'm rusty. My honorifics. <laughs> I usually just uh, skip to the good parts. <laughs> The seventh saga, uh, or as it's known in Japan, Elnar. <laughs> the sixth saga. <laughs> yeah, they have a weird numbering issue. <laughs> well, clearly Final Fantasy. <laughs> right. Uh, it is known as Elnard in Japan. 
<laughs> El Nard, or in Spanish, the, the Nard. Nard. <laughs> the Nard dog. It's about Andy from The Office. It's because this game is balls. El, El Nard Perro. <laughs> I didn't. I realized I didn't roll my R's. <laughs> Uh, uh, it is a turn-based, Elnard is a turn-based role-playing video game developed by Produce, <laughs> that is Produce with an exclamation mark, uh, and published by Enix. Which is the Japanese Enix? version of producers. Of the producers. Of the producers. Yeah. I would love to see a Japanese production <laughs> of the producers. Uh, what, I don't think they could do springtime for Hitler. No, it'd be, I um, think that's a no-no. Hmm. Uh, they probably don't want to touch on anything in World War II, <laughs> is my guess. I'm trying to think who was the Japanese leader in World War II. I couldn't even tell you. Is that Hitler, Mussolini, like Emperor Japan Man? Emperor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, honest, I don't know. Springtime for Emperor Japan Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, if if I don't love this podcast for anything else, it's exposing my <laughs> ignorance to you know just general high school <laughs> information. Uh, it was published by Enix. I used to say Enix, now I say Enix. Fucking deal with it, I guess. Oh, shit. Uh, for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1993. It's pretty early on in Super Nintendo. It is. I think the SNES came out in 91. Uh, this was like a mid-93 a mid release. And that's pretty much, uh, pretty much, pretty much it. All right. There's going to be slim pickings for a lot of these games that we do because, yeah. like, I was. We've uh, done the alleged best already. So right. I'm sure we'll find some hidden gems, but. Like, Final Fight 2. Yeah. I honestly, I still stand by. I think Final Fight 2 should have been on IGN's 100, top 100 SNES mm -hmm. games instead of Final Fight. So, yes, I'm looking forward to finding the gems. Unfortunately, I don't feel like I found one. No. In Elnard. It. Well, I wonder if Elnard could have been a top 100 Super Famicom game, but the U.S. version is certainly not a top 100 SNES game. Like, they... I feel like this game really, it really could have been something. There are elements to this that I am extremely, extremely impressed with. Yeah, absolutely. Like, holy fuck, that's good, that's I, brilliant, that sounds like so much fun. I'm with you. I got sucked into this game in the beginning mm. because of these elements. I, I'm assuming we're talking talking about the same thing. Like, yeah. the fact that you can... I like RPGs where it's like... It's interesting to me, like, the, the whole beginning, the whole thing is set up where it's like, okay, there's a king, and the king has seven apprentices. And he's like, okay, apprentices, I've trained you. Now, there are seven runes out there. Go find them. And whoever finds them all is my favorite. I don't know. I don't know what happens, yeah. but it's essentially like, you're my favorite. Uh, you're my Ron Perlman. You find them all, <laughs> you're my Ron Perlman. Yeah. Uh, and or I'll be your Ron Perlman, whichever, whichever way you want to do it. You get the runes, you get to choose. <laughs> you're, you're the daddy now. I guess I'm still the king, but you're the daddy. <laughs> and it is like, what I like about it is you can choose to play as any of these seven apprentices. And I think that's mm -hmm. really neat. They're and they're all different. Oh, it's like and I'll compare it to like Final Fantasy. The original Final please, Fantasy please where don't. you where you <laughs> where you pick your whole party. Yeah. But the story is the same no matter who you pick for your party. In Final Fantasy. In Final Fantasy. Right. But Seventh Saga, there are lots of little differences. And big differences in who you pick. Depending on who you so pick. So the story is different. It's different enough that I think it's worth playing. Multiple every, times. Yeah. Which... Unless it's impossible to get through. Which... Which it is. Which it was fucking ruined out of the ja the fear the Japanese had for the Nintendo rental market. Yeah. Ruined this fucking game. Because, like, yeah. 
This ease, this could have been a top 100. This could have been like a super beloved, in my opinion, it could have been a super beloved SNES RPG. It I absolutely agree. could have. But man, the fear of the rental market fucking killed it. And it does have a cult following. Like I know it, yep. I know this game has a cult following. And I know that like anytime I see a game that has randomizers for it, mm-hmm. I know it's like, okay, this game has a following. And Seventh Saga has a randomizer for it, where it's like certain elements are, you know, swapped around. Mm-hmm. We all understand the basic con- mm-hmm. concept, I think. But it's like it's one of those where it's like, man, I'm not mad at you, Seventh Saga. I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because I do see the potential in the game. And it's like, I got sucked into the game because it's like, I love the idea of starting out, I get to choose a character, and then I go, it's it's very basic as far as the setup goes. It's, it's, it's NES style, mm-hmm. go to a town, get a clue about a dungeon's location, go to the dungeon, do the dungeon, go to the next town, get a clue about the next dungeon, mm-hmm. go to that dungeon. It's very much that. Yeah. For the most part, but um, yeah, I feel like it has it has more branches to it than like say Lufia Two, which I love Lufia Two. Played. But fuck, if Lufia Two isn't Castle Dungeon Castle move across a bridge, Castle Dungeon Castle move across a bridge, Castle Dungeon Castle like it is so so new character Castle Dungeon Bridge like it's incredibly the same thing six times back to back to back to back. Like, yeah. I love the game, but man, when I replayed it again as an adult, it was just like, holy fuck, like branch out a little bit. But Seventh Saga, like they do enough, they were doing better things than Lufia 2 did when it comes to like varying the story a little bit. And the world seemed connected in, in um, Seventh Saga mm-hmm. because it's like you go to a town and they mention things like, oh, we the boat hasn't shipped from this other town. Like, they reference the other places mm-hmm. in the world, which I think is really nice. And each one, they'll talk about its different economy and how they, yeah. like, the world feels epic and big. Yeah, it does. And then depending on who you're playing, you have different it, options. It definitely feels big because it's, uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> and it's because, like, when a lot of times you have to travel a long way. Like, when you're given that clue where it's like, oh, there's a dungeon to the west. Sometimes you're going to be walking for a very mm-hmm. long time. Like, to a, like there are times where I'm walking and it's like, there is absolutely no way that I'm headed the right direction. Some, that was mis, a mistranslation. They said west and clearly meant east because I've been walking west for like mm-hmm. five minutes, which in RPG overworld time is the equivalent of 18 days. Yep. <laughs> and I still haven't hit the town. And then it's like... Every time I get that feeling, uh, I see the town pop up in your crystal ball because mm-hmm. you're you're given a crystal ball at the very beginning of the game by the mm-hmm. king. Uh, that um, it's your world map. It almost. is. It's like a mini map. Yeah. yeah, and it has certain other cool functions to it. I don't feel like it works as well as it should. Like because it shows you there are no enemies on the map. You can't see your random encounters like you can't. No, that's right. Right. Not like in Chrono. But Trigger. in your crystal ball, then you can see them in their proximity to you. They're little white dots that so, like move around. Yeah. So theoretically, you could avoid them, but you can't. I watched a tool assisted speed run. Oh. Where they were able to go really? through a whole dungeon and not get oh a random encounter. Oh my god! I which love I can't that. imagine. No, but a human doing. Yeah. Anytime I manage to like juke any monster in that game, like that I see on the crystal ball, mm-hmm. like. It is like one of those. I was like, "Fuck yes!" And then I'm in an encounter. Like another one gets me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's it's it's a high random encounter. Super rates. high. Like I mean, and you can't avoid. Like it's it just here's okay. So when I first started playing this game, here's my random encounter story with Seven Saga. I was playing this game, enjoying it, 
And I, but it was late. It was super late. And I have a tendency to fall asleep. I get narcoleptic when I play mm-hmm. RPGs. And it's like I would doze off. I was, I was on the overworld, not in a dungeon. I was just standing outside of a town. I would like doze off, wake up, and I'm in a battle. Because it doesn't matter like if you're moving or not on the overworld. You can stand still and a monster will come attack you. I'd wake up. I'm in a fight. I'll f- I fight the monster, fall asleep again, and then wake up and I'm in combat again. And it's just like this vicious fucking cycle like over and over again to the point where I had to be like, I got to I gotta go to town and save and go to bed because I can't fucking do this anymore. Cause, let's see. Cause I remember in Breath of Fire, when I played the original OG Breath of Fire, um, I got waxed early on a few times, like just kind of trying to immediately start out and wander the next town. Like Ryu is incredibly weak when you start off. So I had to like stay close to the initial area and grind on like one slime at a time. Oh, grind and on go, that slime. Yeah, grind on that slime and go back to the inn and save There's and There's anti for that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> goo girls. We mentioned goo girls in a long hey, time. Goo girls. <laughs> but I remember that being the only RPG experience I can even start to compare because... Of course, I, well, I mean, I just mentioned we didn't explain like the Japanese work because you can't, it's not a rental, rental games aren't a thing in Japan. Right. I butted in. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but whenever they heard they were here, they were afraid, like, oh, well, no one's going to buy our game. They're going to rent it once. And that's going to be it. Right. So they wanted to make it where you couldn't beat it during a rental. So they, what was already considered to be a difficult game, they really cranked up the difficulty. Let's artificially increase the difficulty. Yep. And then make, re, they rechange, they restructured the leveling system. So then it was much longer to progress and get spells and get stronger. Like You get abilities much later than you would in the mm, Japanese they version. They made it a fucking nightmare. The enemies are tougher. Um, I think the random encounter rates are higher as mm. well. Uh, and the cherry on top of it is, remember those uh, six other apprentices w- that we mentioned? Uh-huh. You, you have to fight those six other apprentices. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but you do have to fight some of them. Like Some of them are required fights. They're treated as bosses. Yeah, you'll have like a rival, and then like you'll want to get the runes from the other ones because you're all out searching. Right. So, But yeah, they will give them... They're if at, you played them, they couldn't cast healing spells on themselves. Right. But when they're your enemy, fuck yeah, they know super powerful healing spells and are much higher level than you, no matter what. They're not. They're not. No, they're the same level. Oh, they are? They're the same level. Oh. But they didn't change the Japanese leveling structure for them as bosses. <sighs> so when you fight them, they are like, so they're supposed to be at your power level, but mm-hmm. they are so far. And that's what makes it worse is like, they're always your level. They match it. They're always your level. So it doesn't matter if you grind for five hours and gain one level, because that's pretty much how long it takes mm-hmm. to gain a level of this game. Uh, that is an exaggeration, but not a huge exaggeration. Yeah. No matter how much you grind, if you gain a level, they gain a level. And when they gain a level, they gain access to more spells than you can. Yeah. So it is just like, oh my God. Like, I play the game uh, as the demon, of course, because he is the coolest. Mm -hmm. He's a demon for fuck's sake. Uh, so of course I chose him, and he his rival I guess is the equivalent of a white mage in Final Fantasy. He's a he's a cleric, uh-huh. Val Valsu I think his yeah. name is. He's like a cleric dude in a green robe and the best healer in the game. Yes, yeah, best healer in the game. Mm-hmm. Healer. I want to I want to uh-huh. emphasize that he's the best healer in the game. Um, 
So this is cool. I like this. Okay. So as I'm traveling as uh, the demon who I named Jeppy, of course, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know his <laughs> yeah. real name. Because like, Jeppy, all capital letters. Jeppy <laughs> the demon. Here we go. <laughs> On an adventure. Jeppy's going to get the runes. So uh, Jeppy is doing his thing, slowly progressing, slowly getting runes. And it's like, okay. This is a very slow game, but I do feel like if I play it carefully and and really focus on leveling and make sure I buy items and use items, I got to break Dave habits. I got to mm-hmm. use items. So I'm doing everything that I can to like just do this right. I get two runes. Perfect. I find out where the third rune is. And, then, and the runes aren't static artifacts. They're good, usable items you will want to use a lot. Exactly. Which is very different. They can You can reuse like the, the water rune to heal yourself. You can use the wind rune to teleport between cities. They're, they're great. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got two runes, and all of a sudden, Valsu is like, give me those runes. And it's like, uh, no, we're in a fight. He fucking annihilates me. Like, I mean, it is like no contest. Like, it is in like two, like three rounds. He like buffs himself, buffs himself a second time. I cast my most powerful spell on him. I just got fireball. And I'm all like, motherfucker, you've messed with me the wrong time. I just got fireball. I cast fireball. It dealt three points of damage. It dealt three fucking (laughs) points of damage. And it was just like, when that happened, it was like, I am dead. And then the third round after he buffed, he fucking one shot me. Like he one shot me. And it was like, that sucked. And then like I wake up and uh because you don't die in this game, every time you get to zero HP, you wake up in the inn that you were last at mm-hmm. where you saved. Uh and I wake up and it's like, oh, it seems like something's missing. Oh, missing the two runes. And it's like I tried to fight him. Then I freaked out because I'm like, uh, okay, I gotta go fight Valsu. I'm gonna bring all these items. I'm gonna do the best I can to get them back. Died again. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, now there's no way I can do this, but I'll try again. Tried again, died. I'm like, I'll try one more time. He was gone, and I never saw him again. I don't know where he is. I don't know if I can get these runes back. Yeah. Like, he was. And this game is sort of like that. Like elements change. You don't know, so you don't know. Like, which is cool. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like a roguelike because it's like elements are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like this game was like designed so that it could be played in a quick amount of time. The the Japanese version I feel like was designed so you could play it in a quick amount of time, like maybe eight or twelve hours, and then replay it as mm-hmm. another character. Yeah. But, like, when it was brought to North America, they fucked this game up, dude, yep. because it's like... Yep. they ruined it. They literally ruined it. I was 25 hours into this game, and I think I was probably maybe, maybe almost halfway through it, and I was to a point where it was like, I had to I had to cheese my way through a boss fight um, the, to get the star rune, the third rune. Like, this is how fucked up the game is. I had to... Um, Jeppy, not powerful at all. Like, I'm sorry. I, people have told me that Jeppy is like one of the most powerful demons in the land. Mm-hmm. He's fucking not. He is not. Um, yeah, because didn't you, somebody tell you in like Twitch that he was actually a really bad character to choose? Every, everyone's on the fence about Jeppy because mm-hmm. it's like, and they go either way. They're like, Jepp, I don't know his real name, but Jeppy is either the best or he's the worst. And trust me, he's the fucking worst. He's so the worst. I read he is the worst companion to have. Yeah. Because he will just 
turn on you for in, in a moment's notice mm. frequently. Like, well, he's a demon. Yeah, he's I mean, a demon. So that's sense. the way he's supposed to. That's that's one of his things. But I I chose the uh, the elven companion. She's another apprentice. Her name is Isuna. Mm-hmm. Very easy to remember because of the healing spell in Final Fantasy. Yep. Uh, and it is like she's great. She's a healer. And she's casting spells that are just like dealing triple the damage that Jeppy is dealing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is not fair. She can heal too. Jeppy can't heal. Because yeah, I saw I read that she was one of the best companions that you could you could have. The problem sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. No, go ahead. The problem I ran into is now we're in a two caster situation. Jeppy's mm. a black mage, kinda. I mean, he's more like yeah. guess like, I don't know. He's not great. Sort of a red mage. More of like, yeah, probably like more like a red mage. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you have Asuna, who is also a sorcerer, or uh, a caster. So it's like you either defeat the enemies immediately or they do kill you. Because it's yeah. like if you don't knock them out in a round, buckle up because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to well, get messy. Because I read like Asuna is really effective because she has some of the highest, she has enough magic that you can drop powerful nukes. And her speed is super high, so she usually goes first. But she's also almost impossible to play as because she starts off so weak. And this game is like you will start off this game and like for trying to find one single bird who will <laughs> nearly wipe you or just outright kill you from the very get go. It's yeah. like you need to get a little lucky to even beat one. Yeah, get a little experience. Like, and it's that rinse and repeat, rinse yeah. and repeat till you just get. A little stronger, go a little further out, and then grind a little bit more. I can beat the bird. Yeah. I can beat the bird. Because <laughs> it's it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And like it's tough. Because I mean, this game I might have been into it as a kid. Whenever I had endless time. Me too. This this is the worst fucking game to play as a busy adult. The the worst fucking game. Because <laughs> it is so intensely grind heavy and not rewarding for the grind. I. I enjoyed this game to a to a point. I did enjoy the game, even with the grinding and everything. Like I honestly enjoyed the grinding. Normally, I don't, but because because I had heard this game is so difficult, mm-hmm. it made it fun for me because it's like, okay, this is a challenge. This game has a reputation as a difficult RPG. Let's see how I do. If it was just an issue of grinding, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But it does seem unfair mm-hmm. that you're fighting the other apprentices who are vastly superior to your character. And it like almost, it's weird. It's this like weird catch 22 because it's like, okay, if they are always the same level as you, it would make more sense to fight them at lower levels, right? Because then they don't have access to a whole bunch of spells. But the irony in in it is in order to get to them, you have to travel over land and and you you have to level. Otherwise you're going to get butt fucked by every monster on the way there. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to get to them. Yeah, so and, that's why, like, Asuna and the White Mage is like, don't even fucking try. Don't fucking try. Be the most boring character who is this knight. The knight and have Isuna as your companion. Yep, Asuna yeah. or the White Mage. Have one that heal you and you just, like, play it the boring way. And see, <laughs> like, by the time I figured that out, I was probably 10 hours into the game and it was like, fuck, I don't want to start this game all over from yeah. the beginning. So I'm just going to try to push through. Yeah. And it was, I mean, there was no winning in that situation. But, I mean, I love how you pick your, your who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. All right? So you automatically have a rival. You have people you have to fight. And you have people who will ally with you. Right. And every character you choose, that lineup changes. And it's not like your playthrough will be the same for every game. Because there is, like, at some point, a rune that, like, like destroys a the rune. city. A rune. 
that destroys a city, and whoever uses that rune is randomized, but it can never be Asuna or Lux. Like, the rumor being like, okay, a female character and a robot who talks in all caps, they didn't want to make special dialogue, so sure. boom, they just, they just can't be the one who does that. Right. And then a ship for you to take between cities, any human character can take, but if you're playing an inhuman character, you have to go like a tunnel underground. Right. Which, which is, makes it a lot longer. Right. Or if you're playing as the dwarf, uh, there is a sort of a powerful cavern far later in the game that you, it's helpful for you to go there as early as possible. He's sort of famous, so he somebody recognizes him early on in the game and gives him that key to that way far dungeon much later on. Hey, you're you the dwarf. <laughs> Look, take, everybody, it's the dwarf. Should I give him this key? Let's give him keys. <laughs> Dwarves love keys, don't you? <laughs> hey, little guy, how's it going? <laughs> Here's the key. The guys told me you'd really like it. Which, and then, like, other little instances, like, the demon will always betray you a lot as your companion. Oh, Jeppy. Or you can, sometimes you can trade out companions. But when you do that, there's a chance if you go back and try to get them back again, well, they're pissed off now. So they're right. not going to, they're not going to join you. No, fuck off. There's even a chance when you first meet them. It took me forever to recruit Isuna mm-hmm. because it's like the way the game works is I talk to her and she'd be like, yeah, sure, I'm not having much luck getting these runes. And it's like, okay, I'll talk to her again. She's not having luck getting the runes. She probably wants to team up. Oh, I sure am having a rough time getting these runes. And so I'm like, fuck, is she not recruitable? And I looked it up. It's like, because Jeppy cannot heal himself without items. Or like, mm-hmm. he does have like a drain spell that works probably works never. 15% <laughs> of the time. Or never. I, right. I watched you try to use drain spells a lot, and they never worked. Yeah. That it's, sage fucking drains your MP like... All the fucking time, but you could never get a point of it back. No, nope, no, it doesn't happen. It's like, I guess I'll just eat some magic herb and gain 40 <laughs> MP back. Meanwhile, the sage is like siphoning off chunks of 60 MP like per cast. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, so I looked it up and it's like, sometimes they don't want to join you. Uh, go kill five enemies, come back, and their dialogue will change. And sure enough, you go out, kill five enemies, come back, and she's like, you want to fight? It's like, uh, no, I don't want to fight. Because if you fight a companion, first of all, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. They're going to wipe the fucking floor with you. Secondly, if you if God decides to deign you the right to win against that NPC, uh, they're gone forever. You can't recruit them. They're dead. Uh. So it's like, okay, she wants to fight. I'll go out to town. I'll fight five more birds. Come back. And uh, she's like, uh, sure, I'm not having much luck finding these runes. And it's like, God damn it. I swear I did that for an hour. And then finally she's like, hey, would you like to team up? It's like, <laughs> yes, fucking please. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I like that, that you can do that. I mean, that. Because it really it is sort of like has roguelike elements that shit mm. can just change. I and like that. Your playthroughs can be different. What I don't like, I don't like it when any game does this. When you die and lose half your money, that sucks. Usually there's a way to stop. Either do that or don't do that. Don't do that and give me a way to stop it. That is annoying. Yeah. There like, is a way to stop it that is annoying. Which, like, that's though, if you do this really boring thing that makes it not fun and you won't suffer the effects, like, that's fucking dumb. Either yeah. do it or don't do it. Because you can buy gems for, like, if you have 100 gold, you can buy an opal for 100 gold. Mm-hmm. When you die, you lose half of your cash on you, but you don't lose gems. So the strategy is you can sell, you can sell that opal back for 100 gold. You're not losing any money. Essentially, gems in this game are 
is your bank. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only stack nine of each type of gem. There's like opals, there's emeralds, there's rubies. They're all worth different values. It's a cool idea, but it is very tedious mm-hmm. to buy all the gems. Honestly, like if I could use one word to sum up the Seventh Saga, it would be tedious. It's mm-hmm. a tedious game. And it's a that's a real fucking shame because I do honestly feel like there is a good game yeah. there. Yeah. It's just been absolutely fucked with. Like yeah. it has just been It's <laughs> sad. It is. It's so like they could have had a hit on their hands and they just out of their panic and greed, they fucking ruined it. Yeah. They were too busy asking themselves if they could and they didn't stop to ask themselves if they should. Yeah. I mean, just so I'm not being super biased, like, I also hate that Earthbound does that. Like, don't fucking take half of Ness's money unless I put it back in the ATM. Just fucking either do it or don't do it. It's different. <laughs> I honestly feel like it's different because money is such a non-issue in Earthbound. Like, I yeah. honestly, I feel like there have only been, like, when I was playing Earthbound, I felt like there were two points in the game where it's like, oh, man, I really have to think about money right now. Yeah. But, like... In Seventh Saga, I'm constantly thinking about money because it's like, okay, I'm going to get to the next town and I'm going to have to raise 5,000 gold in order to upgrade my equipment. All right. Each of these enemies gives me 150 gold. So, (laughs) I mean, it's like, and if you lose it, it's like, well, I mean, I've lost... I've lost over 2,000 gold in a death before and it's just like, fuck. But on the other hand, it's also like, well... I need to gain more levels anyway because this game is super hard. So, well, it's like you know, whenever you go to Medina Village and Chrono Trigger, and they're they'll sell you their awesome gear, but it's super fucking expensive. Well, imagine that every town is that in Seventh Saga, and everything's super expensive, <laughs> and it takes forever, and you finally save up, and it raises your AC by a point. <laughs> by, yeah, like it's <laughs> man, I bought some armor that like cost me forty two hundred gold. Took me. I mean, without exaggeration, probably took like 35 minutes to get the money to to buy it. And it does increase my defense by two. And it's like, I don't know enough about this game to know if that's a lot, but it does not seem like a lot. And then guess what? It's not a lot (laughs) because you go out to the, on your way to the next town, like the enemies you face are just like, you're, you, you gotta grind. You gotta grind for two hours before you get past me. Because I feel like anything that is a cult hit means something went it, when it's a good product that something just went wrong with like yeah. earthbound is a cult hit because it's advertising was fucking dog shit mm. and swept under the rug and this is a good game but they fucked with it to the point where it was almost unplayable for anybody like starting off and yeah fuck it like they just there's something yeah anything cult that's my opinion anything cult is something good that somehow got ruined <laughs> the good news is that we can play the Japanese version, and there is... That is something I'm interested to see, like a English patch for the Japanese version. Well, I was just about to say, I don't think you really even need, like... This game does not have much dialogue in it. Like, for the most part, if it's if you know where you need to go, yeah, you can play this game. Like you playing the Naruto without... fighting game on GameCube. Yeah, exactly. Just like, <laughs> I don't know, Google Seventh Saga translations, and then you're, you're good to go, yeah. because it's like... The amount of dialogue in this game is very small. It's mainly, obviously, in towns, talking to NPCs. And for the most part, it's not helpful information anyway. The translation wasn't very good. Um, 
the all because I've heard it's supposed to be like a somber, serious game, but the translation is so bad it's comical. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. There are moments that are that are absolutely comical, and it's also uh, I'm glad you say comical because it's like for the most part I really like the music in this game. The music is very, very good. Yeah, I listen to the soundtrack. But it's not like, it has moments that are just like, it kind of feels out of place. Like the battle music, I think, is really good. But it almost has this like sci-fi feel to it, which it doesn't help that all the battles are like fantasy star style, where it's you and your companion, you're like the, the, the camera is back behind them, and all the monsters are in front. So it's very much like fantasy star, and then it's also playing this like, what I think is like sci-fi music behind it. So it like it gives this like weird vibe. And also there are moments where it's like the music can go from like dramatic and great to like absolutely just like and there's there's this dramatic moment where you bring water back to a town. You bring a you bring a digger all the way to this town and he digs a hole and like as he's digging the hole it's like and it like goes on forever. This and weakening cup music starts playing. Right? And it's like I was playing it and Nikki was like in the chair watching me play and then like she looked at me and she's like did the game break? Like it went that <laughs> it went that long, and then my answer was, I don't know. I, I maybe it did break, and it didn't. It just it's like <laughs> just weird. It's just very weird. It's just weird. I just got a text from Choco Chica. Sorry to bother you, <laughs> but do you know who this Dove chocolate bar is for? That's just laying here. <laughs> What'd you say? It's like that's for you, Dave. Got that for you. <laughs> I uh. Before we recorded, uh, I went to Dollar General, and before then, I asked you if you wanted anything, and you said you wanted a pineapple juice, and then I asked Chaco Chica if she wanted anything, and she said she said no, and I was like, you don't want any chocolate or anything? She's like, I just want weird chocolate. <laughs> I was like, okay. So when I went to Dollar yeah, General- said, you guys have any packages with any chocolate in it? He's <laughs> like, well, Janie Michelle sent us that chocolate dick, but I don't think your mom wants you to have that. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Dollar General- and I literally, like, the girl behind the counter was like, did you find everything you need? And I was like, got any weird chocolates? I did. Yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm at a friend's house, and uh, his little girl wants weird chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, was she hitting on you? You shouldn't do that. <laughs> is, is weird chocolate a code? Should I be calling the police, she, police? right now? <laughs> There's a lot of weird chocolate here. Please. <laughs> that just makes it sound like I shit all over the house. <laughs> Hello, nine one one. I endangered their just. I put floor turds like Arthur style everywhere. The girls are like, "There's a lot of weird chocolate." <laughs> so much weird chocolate. The closest thing I could find to weird chocolate at Dollar General was Dove. <laughs> That's good chocolate. Good chocolate. They make good, good soap and good chocolate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty decent deodorant, too. I use that Dove that's deodorant. True. I do. I that do too. Dove Plus Men. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. Melissa loves it. We have a new sponsor, Dove Plus Men. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Dove, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about Ron Perlman, but... How do you feel about coming on Ron Perlman? Hopefully liberal. <laughs> hopefully you feel pretty liberal about Ron Perlman. I don't know. I think it's pretty bipartisan coming on Ron Perlman. <laughs> John McCain and Bernie Sanders shake hands over coming on Ron Perlman. Crossing the aisle, baby. <laughs> Look, we don't agree on much, but we they do They call me the maverick of coming on Ron Perlman. Paid for by Ron Perlman for president. <laughs> weird, weird platform, Ron, but I like it. I think it might pay off.
I think I'd vote for Ron Perlman. I'll let anybody come on my face except Donald Trump. <laughs> never liked I never liked Ron Perlman. So sad. I could come on his face all day long. He used to beg me, please, please, Mr. Trump, come on my face. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We could go to prison. We could go to prison for that, Tyler. Maybe. Yeah. We could go to prison for that. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to edit I'll it out. I'll cancel my Fox News spot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to edit it out because we're that, we're that punk rock. I'm willing to risk it. Oh, damn. Yeah. When it comes to coming on Ron Perlman's face, I'll let nothing stand between me. Man, that is a, that is a bit that has never going to get hold. Nope. I'm going ri- to ride that. Welcome to our next shirt. <laughs> 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 it's just Ron Perlman's head, but he has like Homer's anime eyes, and he's licking his lips. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle, uh, I thought it was like you know, like like in a shooting Mr. gallery. Mr. Perlman sama <laughs> in a shooting gallery where you got like the the thug guy that like pops out. It's like that, and it's just a target, just a target. No <laughs> oh, man. You know things are gonna things are gonna get sexy and mm-hmm. the boudoir yeah. as they tend to do. Mm-hmm. Honey, I'd like for you to put this shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> like you put this mask on. <laughs> uh, I am gonna call you Ron. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> and she's like, please call me Mr. Perlman. <laughs> I insist. And you put on this motorcycle vested pants. <laughs> as you wish. These Hellboy horns and a mask. Yeah, I'm gonna file those horns. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I'm going to file them horns. I'm going to file them like, come off. <laughs> oh, what else do we want to say about Seven Saga? Uh, there's a cool effect in the game uh, until it happens a lot, which it does happen mm-hmm. a lot. When you're in the overworld and you get into a battle, it transitions into the battle screen via Mode 7. Uh, it uses the Mode 7 technology in the Super Nintendo to... Zoom up and out and then back down and you're in the fight. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really neat. The problem is it takes forever to transition. Mm. So it's like as as many random encounters as you're getting in, you see this effect probably like, I don't know, a, a billion times a minute is probably mm. not an exaggeration. <laughs> and every time it happens, it probably takes like six seconds to get in the battle. It's not like in Final Fantasy where it's just like, you're in. Yeah. So. For a game that requires you to grind a lot, it does seem like it's they just in the way. Put a lot of quality of life behind it. Mm-hmm. Just like I couldn't. One thing I hate about uh, Fallout Four was I had to have so many generators I couldn't fucking hear anything in town over <laughs> the just thunderous of dozens and dozens of motors. That's realism, baby. Yeah, it's true. That's realism. <laughs> well, They're not whisper quiet. No, no. I assume I've never. I I don't own a generator. I don't either. Mm. I know I've a lot of people about do. It. Yeah, yeah. Because of the ice storm that we had, oh, a lot of people own generators because yeah. they all bought them <laughs> when they didn't have power. Yep, for so, weeks. For weeks. Yeah, mm. we are not suited for uh, snow apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can do like an inch. That's it. We got the shallowest vaginas ever. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, hey, it's treasure. <laughs> yeah, shallow snow vaginas. It's <laughs> my nickname in high school. Shallow snow gina. <laughs> Didn't make a lot of sense then. Then the ice storm happened. Oh. oh I get it. That's what, that's what I get for going to precog high. 
That's a long walk. That was good. That was good. Uh, do we need to talk about the other characters? There's a robot in this game that yeah, you can play Lux, as. who speaks in all caps. He's interesting because he's like the last, they're like 30 left of his kind. Yeah. An and- ancient race made him, and he, the, his, ra- his race deletes old memories to make new ones, so no one remembers their original purpose anymore. And all the apprentices have a goal that they want to achieve with all the seven runes, and his is... He just wants to know where he fucking came from. He just wants to know his history. Yep. Jeppy's is he wants to fucking rule with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Valsu's is just like, I don't know, man. I just want to help people. Just, yeah, just. Except for that demon, I'm going to steal his fucking his roots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's an alien. Yep. Who I read the, the translation was more like um, an outsider or someone who's been shunned. Is it because like- all of his bones are growing out of his body? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherfucker looks like Marrow's granddad. He does. <laughs> he does. Whenever I saw, like, in his attack, he always attacks by lighting his arm on, on fire, fire and then punching somebody. It's. I mean, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna punch somebody, yep. you might as well light it on fire first. <laughs> That's something like one of Josh's D and D barbarians would do. <laughs> I almost, I almost played as his name is Wilma. Wilm Wilm Palin. <laughs> yes. Wilm Palin. Sarah's great, 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 great grandfather. Yes. Uh, who just happens to be if Akuma from Street Fighter fucked Marrow from X Men, <laughs> that's their child. <laughs> Wilma. Perfect. <laughs> uh there's like the the night guy who is pretty generic. A dwarf who is very strong but like low has some magic. Olven Jess. Yeah. Olven. Uh then Asuna, of course. Talked about the white mage, Lux. Oh, but do you get everybody? Is that everybody? That's it, man. Okay. Night, dwarf, elf, alien, robot, healer, and demon. <laughs> yep. It's like a guar concert. Like every gangbang I've ever been to. <laughs> you don't want to mess with Fuck Unicorn, man. You were not ready for Fuck Unicorn. No one's ready for Fuck Unicorn. <laughs> Screw Unicorns. Link in the show notes. <laughs> One of my favorite videos. Great, great video. Nice. We can bring it back even further, throw some cake farts in there. I haven't thought about cake farts in a long time. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> when you say scrunicorns, I think of cake farts and that uh, pterodactyl porn where they're like full costume pterodactyls with their dicks out. Yeah, but Fuck scru- a woman. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> scrunicorns is like a whole other level, though, because it's like, how are girls this good looking? Like, they're having fun with this, and I like it. <laughs> they are. They love the scrunicorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you go to any meth house and you offer a little bit of meth, so you'll just see what happens. No, these girls weren't even methy. Yeah, like That's like the like, best. like starter meth. <laughs> starter meth. <laughs> Baby meth. Baby meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The S- Sylvan Learning Center meth. <laughs> like all they're like all the girls that Jesse has sex with in Breaking Bad. Like like the 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 good methy ones. All right. Okay. Before it catches up. Yeah, before it catches up. Yeah. yeah stage one. Stage one. <laughs> I mean, that's all I really got to say about Seventh Saga. If you got anything else, that's that's generally it. This game uh, had a spiritual successor, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. So we act, we get to look forward to playing Mystic Ark, uh, which is a spiritual spiritual successor. I hope it's better. I hope they fix mm-hmm. some of these issues. Um, I'm not really super feeling like they did because I haven't heard of Mystic Ark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's yep. usually not a great sign. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll see that's just something we're going to have to deal with when we go through this is like we're going to be playing a lot of bad SNES games 
and we're going to be playing some heartbreaking ones like Seventh Saga because mm-hmm. this is one I truly I'm with you, man. So I, much wasted potential. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Getting achievements? I got a couple. All right. I got a couple. Some of these uh, I got two that came in from Twitch chat. Uh, the first one is 420. Raise it. Uh, in order to unlock 420, raise it. You need to raise a character at the church. Anytime, anytime your character dies or your companion dies, you can either use a magic water, which costs 1,200 gold, or you can bring them to a town and resurrect them at the church. Mm. Um, and it costs about 400 gold. It's still like a mistake. Like, you don't want to die. It, you don't get free reses. It's, in some situations, I have been like, I've done the math where it's like, okay, would it be more cost-effective for me to have both characters die in this battle? When one dies, would it be more cost-effective to also have Isuna die or bring Jeppy to town to resurrect him? Uh, so this game makes you do math. <laughs> uh, and that achievement came from Kanaha. Thank you, Kana. Next achievement comes from Tom. Tom Goodman. I, like, I call him Tommy too, but no one else can. All right? All right. It's fair. Uh, it is Seventh Sage. In order to unlock Seventh Sage, uh, you need to get wiped by sages while wishing you were playing something else. Tom <laughs> watched me stream this game on Sunday mm-hmm. where I, pr- I literally spent three hours f- f- trying to level. And yeah, I, I mean, I watched part of that too. So, I mean, that's kind of what this game is. Uh, and the sages are very tough. They mm-hmm. drain all your MP and then cast an AoE spell that will kill both of your party members in one shot. Yep. It sucks. Uh, and then uh, the last achievement uh, that comes from me is Wolfman's Got Elnards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in order to unlock Wolfman's Got Elnards, uh, you need to uh, you gotta play it with a Wolfman. Uh, or you can, I guess, play the Spanish version of the game, which probably exists. Uh, okay. There's probably a Spanish translation. Probably. Elnards. I've got two. What do you got? Uh, the first one is the Luxor Hotel. Uh, and as Lux, collect 50K in gems. Okay. And the other being, and my axe. And you recruit the dwarf as a companion. All right. I love it. What do your elven eyes see? <laughs> recruit Isuna. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Recruiter next to a large body of water. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pun. Okay. It's a sea pun. Oh. Ocean, like, yeah. Okay. Well, let, let ocean, sea, okay. What I have a that? gun. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying it with uh, different inflections. <laughs> that that's your range. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, I love, I love showcasing my range, my acting range on Tab. You got to hone your craft, man. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> my favorite quote by Brandon Eves to Jacob York ever, ever talking about acting, and Brandon telling him, "Hey, man, it's got to hone the craft." <laughs> <laughs> and just the. Oh, the the fire behind Jacob's eyes whenever he was telling him what to do. Oh, it was oh, it was it was sweet. Oh, it was sweet. <laughs> Tyler, let me tell you a thing about cooking. <laughs> man, you gotta get it. Just gotta cook, man. Just hold that crap. Just you gotta. Sometimes look. Sometimes the eggs aren't gonna flip easy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I like to do when the ramen calls for two cups of water? <laughs> put a cup in. That's pretty good. There you go. And you get some sticky noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what question Zach asked Jacob one day about acting. I remember like 
Jacob, I wish you did. Jacob, we were driving. Maybe we were go. We were at Dragon Con in, in a car, and Jacob was trying to park. And Zach, like innocently, asked Jacob this question. Yeah. And Jacob slams on the brakes. Get out, Zach. <laughs> that's like asking the difference between forks and sandwiches. <laughs> Also, I have a gun. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. First of all, I love you. I love you. I'm glad that we do this show. Me too. And I appreciate you being very comfortable uh, because I have a gun. Mm-hmm. You're very, I know you're not a gun guy. No. no so no, it makes me feel very welcome in your home. Yeah. Before we close. I mean, the only guy that can stop a, a bad guy with a gun <laughs> breaking into my home is to have a good guy with a gun in my home. It's, it's a fact. Yeah. I saw it on uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I did. I did. Yep. Linda Ellerby. She <laughs> told me. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Ellerby. And uh, if you didn't have that, <laughs> Mavis Beacon also made you type that. <laughs> um, and then when I captured Carmen San Diego, the chief also told me that. <laughs> the, chief, the chief in the game show. <laughs> Because she pull up her magnifying glass. Remember, sleuths? Lily <laughs> that can stop a bad guy with a gun. I don't understand, Chief. Do you want me to shoot Carmen San Diego or not? I'm, look, I've had a rough time finding her. I don't know come what's on, going on. Come on, sleuths. Oh. Grab your nines oh. and murder Carmen San Diego. Chief, this is really muddy water. I don't know what you want me to do. She's an international thief. Chief. Interpol has said we can kill her. Will I be exonerated? <laughs> <laughs> she stole the Grand Canyon. <laughs> God damn it. I want that to be a movie. (laughs) That is like, that is like, dude, you could spin that as like somebody's like, somebody's like trip. Like somebody like goes into like a, a fit. And it's like, oh, you know that guy who murdered 15 people? Uh, he thought the chief from Carmen San Diego was still. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, you stole the Grand Canyon. <laughs> now I want to call the Cthulhu Carmen San Diego game. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, what? You don't want me to steal Notre Dame? Fine. Um, I'll destroy it. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> mm. Fortunately. I have a gun and I can end this podcast whenever I want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. Again, I love you. I want to emphasize that. I love you. And I tell you that because these questions are going to be difficult. Mm, mm-hmm. They're going to be hard to answer. You're going to have to like really reach down. And you're going to have to like spend some time and really reflect in order to answer them properly. Okay. I also okay. want to remind you that this is our first step on our journey towards doing an episode on all 725 Super Nintendo games. So this is serious. Yes. All right. I don't want any, I don't, I, I need you to be in the moment. I need you to be present. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I all gotcha. right. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game mm-hmm. a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would You have... don't have to tell me why. Okay. But I do need the beard. If uh, you could answer me soon, I'd appreciate uh-huh, uh-huh. it. I would give it the, uh, the stubbly beard of that guy who originally played Marty McFly in Back to the Future. 
the guy who originally played Marty McFly in Back to the Future? The, yep. He was originally, Marty, uh, Michael J. Fox was not the original cast. So you're talking about the cast member. Right. It's Nick Nolte. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> I was about to say, I tried to get, that's not his name, but. <laughs> it was, I, that's a joke. It was Ron Perlman. Yeah. All along. <laughs> I, mean, I would love to watch a Back to the Future with Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. Everything is exactly the same. They just Forrest Gump style put Ron Perlman mm-hmm. in the place of Marty in Back to the Future. Yep. It's the Perlman cut. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> see, it's a special I also want to see where old Biff is Ron Perlman. Everyone is Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Eddie Murphy movie, but it's about time travel. It's Ron Perlman with giant implants. Then you made me get these. <laughs> I love that that is a, like, that's a moment that you remember from Back to the Future, fuck too. Yes, I do. Leah Thompson, man, she looks even better now than uh, she did back then. She looks great. She's always looked great. Yeah. I remember that part of the movie very specifically because I remember watching that. I remember watching Back to the Future 2 for the first time with my parents. And I remember that being an awkward moment because it's like, it was one of those moments where it's like, oh, I know what that means. And then, like, I turned to look at mom to be like, does she know that I know? She's not looking at me. She's looking at dad in a weird way. (laughs) (laughs) And dad's looking back at her. Disappointedly? <laughs> Dad's looking back at her like, I am Biff. <laughs> He's not Biff. You had to get the boy braces. <laughs> Very memorable moment from Back to the Future uh, 2 for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. Because well, no. uh, Japan kept the Marty McFly version, and they gave us the other version. Say what? Yeah. They kept the Marty McFly version? They, Wait, what do you mean? If if the seventh saga is back to the future, oh, gotcha. they had the Marty McFly version. All right. We got the we got the Morty version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for you. All right. If you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could indulge me, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would it be? I Again, would... you don't have to tell me why. Okay, okay. If you don't want to. Probably do. If you're not feeling comfortable, okay. So save space. I'm sure we can all put the pieces together. Okay. Well, I give this the glasses of Sam Bowie, the Bowie knife guy. Nope. <laughs> That's a Bowie knife, isn't I, it? I don't have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he was um, a huge college basketball star. Everyone thought was going to be the next huge thing, and he was. He he was taken over Michael Jordan in the NBA draft. Whoa! And he. Fucking bombed. He what did he do? A, just a disaster of a player. He did not pan out Me- at all. Messed up a sweet chaos dunk. <laughs> Made a real ass <laughs> yep, <of> himself. Exactly. <laughs> Got college basketball banned for years. It's like when it's like when you have a spell counterspelled in D anD. d You got the chaos dunk ready. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, I wish basketball was more like magic. I think that'd be fun. I agree. Yeah. I wish magic was more like basketball. <laughs> That's a fun world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. do like that. <laughs> you can do both on the street. <laughs> yeah. Street hoops and the street magic. Run. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> There's also street sharks. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I have another question for you. Yeah. If you were to buy this game, The Seventh Saga, used, how much do you think you'd pay for it? Uh, I bet. I bet this is... Semi-rare. Um, I'll say $40. Not fully rare. Semi-rare. Semi-rare. Yeah. 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Tyler, 
actual retail value of the Seventh Saga used loose mm-hmm. on PriceCharting.com on average at the time of this recording is nineteen dollars and twenty four cents. Damn. Okay, it's a lot cheaper than I thought it'd be. You could get a complete copy for forty eight dollars and fifty cents, or a new copy. For four hundred fifty-seven dollars and fifty-seven cents. Sure. There you go, baby. Yeah. Do you think it's worth twenty bucks? No, I don't think it's worth twenty bucks either. No, nope. unless you're collecting. Even then, like you probably Ooh. find it cheaper. <laughs> Ooh. Just wait. Ooh. See if you can find it at a yard sale. Yeah. With Jason scribbled on it and Sharpie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Jason didn't love this game enough to hold on to it. Maybe I will. Yeah. Tyler, I have some more questions for you. Yeah. If you are. Willing to take questions. Do it. Uh, our uh, dedicated quiz master, Bovine Bear, Matt Cowan, sent in a quiz to us called the Septupular Sevens Quiz. Is that Septupular? Sep- Sep- septupl- I, I like Septuplets. It's like Septuplets. So. Sept- septuplets? 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 There's weird eight Dave-style questions. Since episode 500 was actually like episode 503 or something, instead of seven questions, the quiz has eight. That's okay. magic. Uh, I love it. Not street magic. No, real magic. No, no, no. We're not David Blaine. Real magic on the court. <laughs> <laughs> magic Johnson. <laughs> court is in session. Would the you real look? magic <laughs> is his cured AIDS. <laughs> that, yeah, that's some magic. That's that magic. is some magic. Real magic. The real, real magic is money. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> First question. On the World Series of Dice skit from Chappelle's show, this character was known for rolling 77 sevens in a row. Ashy Larry? Ashy Larry <laughs> is probably the only character that I could pull. It's the only one I remember. Yeah. You want, let's do Ashy Larry? Yeah, it's the only one I remember. Ashy I'm Larry. sure that's not it, but... Locking it in. Grits and gravy. Grits and gravy. Grits and gravy. <laughs> Next question. So far, no good. Not doing great. No good. Yeah, zero. What we should start doing is, since this is our first step on our journey for the rest of the SNES games, we should retroactively go back and retake this quiz. We'll edit all this out. Perfect. And we'll just nail it. And then I'll be like, you know it's grits, and then you say, and gravy. And gravy? <laughs> but we have to act. Okay. Because it's like, uh, it, it's like a bre- grits? It's like a breakfast thing. Oh, Malta Meal? No. <laughs> Malta Meal Malcolm? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say multi-meal mouth cum? (laughs) (laughs) That's about what it's like. (laughs) Next question. This Seinfeld character made up a child's name, Seven, but had it stolen from them by a friend. Well, that's George. That's George. Yeah. Do you know who Seven is named after? Where it comes from? Uh Uh-uh. I think Mickey Mantle, right? That makes sense. All right. Lock it in. George Costanza. George, it is George. Mm. I'm going to have to look up whether Mickey Mantle's number was seven or not. It was like a baseball player. I remember that. Okay. Uh, according to freemusicarchive.org, Sycamore Drive has released two EPs, two singles, and a seven-inch record. A seven-inch record is more commonly referred to as this. Think RPMs. Car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a car? (laughs) (laughs) A seven-inch car. (laughs) I'll take motor vehicles for 500, Alex. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not into records, man. I don't don't know. 
I got my Mother 2 vinyl, and I'm good. So I don't know. Mother mother two like for some reason that translated in my mind is like boys two men. I was like, mother two vinyl? That doesn't that doesn't I don't understand. Uh I only own my dad's old uh Jimi Hendrix records. So and none of those are seven inch. Those are big boys. Much seven like Jimi Hendrix record. was, I RPMs. Hear. Like a bi uh, it's bicycle tires. <laughs> Bicycle tires. I'm logging Tra- it in. Training wheels. Logging it in. Final yeah. answer. Bicycle tires. Uh, that is referred to as a 45. What? It's a it's a 45. I don't understand. Think of RPM. Uh, it's much like the gun I have in my hand. A 45. Oh, okay. Like if you were to think think Colt, I've been like 45. Well, it wasn't that. But hey, kudos to Sycamore Drive. Next question. Musical composition. Quote. Another World of Beasts, end quote, by Nobuo Uematsu is done in the septuple meter. Name of the Final Fantasy game that this composition is from. Not Final Fantasy VII, an earlier game. Another World of Beasts. It has to be Final Fantasy VI, right? World of Chaos? Like the World of Ruin, the World of yeah, Balance? Like, right? Another World yeah. of Beasts? Maybe? Six, sure. Six slash three, if yeah, you're Miller. Also been the Esper World. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. All right. It is Final Fantasy VI. All right. Riku, you are chugging NyQuil? Wall Sleep Z. <laughs> Wall Sleep Z. <laughs> Who am I, Rockefeller? I got a baby in the NICU. <laughs> Dude, the reason I laughed is because like I was reading this question, and I hear, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> like, whoa, that's some rapid drinking. Pass that bottle over here, buddy. Yeah, let's, get, get right let's get fucked up with some Wall Sleep Z. <laughs> Uh, nothing but the Benadryl stuff in it. <laughs> That's what it says on the bottle. Nothing but the Benadryl <laughs> nothing stuff. Nothing but the Bennies, baby. <laughs> Next question. Riku of the Kingdom Hearts series. That's one way of putting it, I guess. Uh, is voiced by a sibling of the Camden family from this TV show. Who is the Camden family? Seventh Heaven. Oh, is that the answer? That's it, Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven? Were they the Camdens? That just makes. I mean, if it's a seven quiz, I'm gonna say Seventh Heaven. I didn't. Yeah, that's a great. It's a great guess. Mm-hmm. I never watched a lot of Seventh Heaven. I didn't. I never watched a single episode. I just know Jessica Biel was on it. I think that is why I tried to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like I remember being like, I don't know, early high school, late middle school, or whatever, mm-hmm. and being like, all right, I'm gonna try to watch. This. I'm gonna try to watch this show <laughs> because it has her in it, and she looks amazing. I couldn't. I couldn't mm-hmm. make it. It's yeah. not. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Not for Jeppy. <laughs> not for old Jeppy. <laughs> not for old Jeppy. Locking it in seventh heaven. It is seventh yeah, heaven. Well right. done, Tyler. Yes, Dave. First released console of the seventh generation of video game consoles. Well, let's name the generations of consoles. Okay. Let's do that. So what? Is the first the, generation. You got that one. Is that Atari? Followed by the second. I don't know. You would think I should know that, I, I but I don't. When I took the when I took the video game podcast test to get on iTunes, they they didn't ask me this one. Uh, the Wii U. The Wii U. The Wii U is what I will guess. First release console, the seventh generation of video game consoles. Mm-hmm. I saw you writing some things down. Were you writing down like Nintendo consoles? Uh, ah, okay. So you're counting. The NES is like Generation 1 kind of deal, the, or what? I was counting the Atari as Generation 1. All right. And then I went NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U. Okay. All right. So, Wii. Wii or Wii U? Wii U. Wii U is 7. 
Atari, right. NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U. All right. That's assuming that we're stuck. That's assuming that first assuming generation is first Atari. First gen is Atari. And not like the Magnavox Odyssey or something. Yeah. All right. I'm good with that. Let's do Wii U. It is the Xbox 360. Damn. But that's in that, that's in that realm. Yeah. I feel like we were off by like a generation. Yeah, we were off by like one. Next question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, actually, I'm sorry. I, I failed that. We failed that question, so I feel like we need to probably stop doing the show. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Well, next week, log Mulan, and we're done. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> I thought at first I thought you said next week we'll watch Mulana. <laughs> next week, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a live live streaming where we just watch Mulana. <laughs> Is Mulan, that a movie? Mulan. Mulan. Okay, I was really struggling with that. I've never seen Mulan. Mulan. Like, I, I need a good joint between Ming Wu and you uh, and me Eddie both. Murphy. You and me both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you could have stopped it. I, we need a good joint. <laughs> Uh, the Magnificent Seven is an old West style remake of this classic 1954 Japanese film called Seven Samurai. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Yep. Love me some uh, Kurosawa. I know it because it was always sitting on top of McElwain's DVD collection. Uh, yep. McElwain's got good taste in those movies, mm-hmm. man. Like yep. he and I kind of jive on that whole like the good, the bad, and the ugly, like that trilogy, mm-hmm. and like the the Kurosawa stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Locking it in. Seven Samurai. It is Seven Samurai. Tyler, mm-hmm. my favorite question probably ever. Mm, okay. That Matt has Seven inches. Us. No. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you answer that. <laughs> the seventh episode of Tadpog. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Mega Man X Street Fighter. That's one. Two is Final Fight. Final Fight. And then the rest is what? Buster Bust Loose. Oh, my God. Very good. That's three. Uniracers. Uniracers is four. Mm. Where the Adventures of Batman and Robin was like later, right? It was was early. It was very early. I feel like you've done very well getting four of those, man. Blackthorn was like ten. Blackthorn was like number 90. All right, let's work back. Well, it was before Blackthorn. (laughs) Uh, Graythorn. Graythorn, Bluethorn. (laughs) Hawthorne. <laughs> I'm fine with Batman and Robin. That's got to be, that's somewhere in there. That's close. Is it Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3? Where did that fall? Oh, that was also early. It was early. And it's like one of, I think it's like, it was, that was a really fun one to record. Yeah, because you really like the Marriage Rapture. Marriage yeah. Rapture's the best. I feel like that might have been, I mean, it could have been, but I feel like maybe that was like five. Ooh. Five, maybe six. And I, the reason the Adventures of Batman and Robin stands out is because of the Riddler jerking off the ghost penises. Shit, <laughs> 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 I'm going. We had uh, we had Docus on for one of those really early ones too. That was the Adventures of Batman. Was and Robin, it Batman and Robin? I think because we did a crossover with Second Breakfast for that. Right. So that feels like it would have been later. Mm, 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 mm. Shit, I don't know because we did. Shaq Fu was right after Blackthorn. That was like Shaq Fu. After every set of ten, we did a super shitty game. So we did Shaq Fu. That wasn't another. Yeah, that was later. I'm going Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Okay, that's Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. But I don't want to twist your arm because that's just a guess. I'm I'm good with that. I can't believe that Batman Robin. It's a total toss up for me. All right, here we're going Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. It is Top Gear two. We weren't even fucking. I forgot about Turrican two and Top Gear two. Uh huh. Yep. All right. 
two extremely unfucking remarkable games. That Come there on, was. man. <laughs> Top Gear Two had some good stuff. I remember. I remember playing Top Gear Two and being like, okay, Shao Kahn right. smashing cars. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> man. Wow. That's it. That's all, right. all of it. But I would like to confirm that Mickey Mantle's number was indeed seven. Oh, I did. All right. Yeah, good job. Look, look that guy up. Good job. Good job. Oh, thank you, Matt. Yes, thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Uh, you take a few calls? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I didn't test the volume uh, when I set up the phone earlier. So this could be this could be either very loud or it could be very soft. Um, but whatever it is, we promise you're going to enjoy it. Because this is coming from Captain Gun Nerd John Turley. Oh, damn. Captain, I have a gun, nerd John <laughs> Turley. <laughs> Fucking bad phone. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't didn't play the message. Yeah. Anyway, well, I hope this is bad dog. Uh, this question is actually for Tyler because I know that he is the... Next. <laughs> Man, I hope John tells you how to cook eggs. That would just be the best. <laughs> the lemon lime Gatorade expert and also has, you know, food service and the chef on that background, so... Um, how long can I leave a lemon lime Gatorade in my car and it still not be a health hazard to drink it? Um, this one's been in here since Friday and it is now Monday, but it still tastes fine. So, so it's too late danger? regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gatorade is just salty Kool-Aid, man. Wow. Like you're fine. Electrolytes you're fine. though. <laughs> Electrolytes though. It's salty And when you drink it, it turns your sweat that color. <laughs> uh, my big question to John is, have you peed in it yet? Because Is it not pee? Are you sure? That's when it's too late. That is definitely salty Kool-Aid. Am I in? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Bye. You're welcome, John. And we love you very much. Please come we on do. the show. Come back. Come, come back. back to us, John. I don't know what we did. But we're sorry. Don't don't wait until the the year in review the, at the very very end of the year, like you have the last two years. We need you now. It would have been great to have you on Seventh Saga. We know how much you love Seventh Saga. <laughs> I bet you would have had some like great Jessica Biel chatter for Seventh. You Seven. know he would. You know have. he would. Yep. He would have been like the guy. You're like man, I watched that shit like right after Reba. Like, yeah. I watched Reba and then <laughs> right. Seventh Heaven. Watch Reba Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Here's another call. <laughs> this is also from John Turley. Uh, this was left on the same day, so I hope he like. I hope he's like. Never mind. I figured it out. I drank it. I threw up. <laughs> I wish you would have gotten back to me sooner. I'm sterile. Thanks. <laughs> it still didn't say motherfucking tad fog. And it's that broken. Has me messed up, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, I hope I'm not leaving a random, like, really weird voicemail I hope for are. Uh, somebody who has no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, I forgot to say, Captain Gardner, John. And also, it's the same amount of days, so it doesn't really matter. But for historical accuracy, I think I said Friday through Monday. I was you wrong did. about that. It's actually Saturday. Today is Tuesday. Ooh, big so, difference. It's been since Saturday, been in my car, uh, and I, I drank it. So, yeah. Hopefully, I'm not going to die. Let me know. Nah, man, Bye. you're fine. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. It's like my dad used to always say. Drink a Gatorade on Monday, have a good day. <laughs> Drink Gatorade on Tuesday, I have a gun. <laughs> I'm sorry that that's my thing right now. That's a, no, I love it. Uh, would you like to take another? You look sleepy no, as it. fuck. 
No, I'm just, you look. I'm just wow. chill, man. <laughs> you, I'm just chill, man. Pass me that. Pass me that no, sleep dude. wall Z. Yeah, you want some of this shit? You want some <laughs> man, of this? holy yeah, god! Yeah, no, go I ahead. Look, no, I'm Robo gonna... trip. Take about <laughs> no, half of it. I looked over and I was like, "Wow." Let's Tyler. play a little game. I play sometimes called "Can I Make It Home?" <laughs> you are home. <laughs> Let's end the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. See ya. Remember, we wanted to keep the outro. We, we're working on keeping the outro short. Yep. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, everybody. Let's see what our next episode is. Oh, you want to do the randomizer? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. You ready? I am. Did you practice? <clears throat> you gonna do the? You gonna do the randomizer? Okay. Noise? Hold on. Because I got to do my best. Uh, pressure luck. No whammies. No whammies. Stop. Yeah. You asked me to pull that music, and I said I think it would be better yeah. if we did that with our mouth. Yep. Uh, common phrase. Granted, that's what you always say. It is. <laughs> you know me so well. Uh, put on this Ron Perlman shirt and use your mouth. <laughs> All right. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. You ready? Stop. Four seventy nine, which is. <laughs> are there any takes? Are there taxi backsies? Or, no. or were you just doing whatever? No, but it is? hey, that's that's the randomizer. That's what. That's what. The, that's that's part of the game. Four seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Roger Clemens's MVP <laughs> baseball. <laughs> is it a series? I don't think so. All right, so stand alone, Roger Clemens. Are... <laughs> do you know who that is? I do know who Roger oh, Clemens is. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't know who yeah. that is. He's a Red Sox pitcher that is a notorious asshole. Oh, you're sh- fucking shoe in for this episode. Yeah. We got it in the bag. <laughs> Boy, I got a lot to learn about baseball <laughs> between now and next. What was the title again? Roger Clemens's MVP Baseball. MVP Baseball. All right. <sighs> <laughs> Are you sure no takes? Hey, that, and no man, we got to. That's it. We All committed right. to the randomizer. We, we stand by the randomizer. All right. That's like a Game of Thrones like house saying. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the... Didn't think I'd be talking about Roger Clemens very much on Dad Bog. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be a great, it's going to be a wonderful episode. He's not the one that hit a bird with a pitch, is he? That was like someone nope, else. Nope, that right? was Randy Johnson. I mean, look at you. Oh, the Randy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> yep. Because like he's a weird looking dude. Yeah. I just remember, like, he's a really good pitcher, though, and fucking, yeah, killed that bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That bird was me. <laughs> <laughs> that pitcher was produce. The ball was seven saga. <laughs> if someone could please make that very specific meme and post it, I'd really appreciate it. You make my day. Hey, do you want to call us, send us something, see any of our social media? That's all on tapbog.com. <laughs> That's how I'm going to do that from now on. All right. I love it. <laughs> well, how, how did it go again? I was too busy talking <laughs> over you. <laughs> do you want to call us, send us something? See any of our social media? It's all on tapbog.com. Perfect. I love it. But I do, here's the little extra thing, because it's not part of our standard outro. TikTok, I, TikTok, <laughs> outro time. I lengthening. do have something. I have two of these things, and I want to do a drawing for... We've all seen your testicles. For, <laughs> I have two of these things, and you can each have <laughs> one. I have had all my babies. Yeah. You may each have a testicle. You're like Dracula. After you had this baby, you had all your testicles taken out and put in different parts of the world. <laughs> and it's my job. Yep. Track your testicles down. Yep. Bring so them back. Your so entire bloodline has to be dedicated <laughs> to the effort. <laughs> right. You have to trade Henry and all of his children. Yeah. It's like, Henry, I'm not going to be around one day to gather up Tyler's testicles. <laughs> so I need you to do Every it. Every 100 of a more man. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what are, what are they? What do you have? Uh, I, I want to keep it a secret for now, but I, I have... I don't even get to know? Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have these two... Things. They're, they're the same thing. They're great things. I have things. two things that have a street value of probably... Thirty dollars each. I was, I was hoping you they have a street value of roughly a bag of cocaine. <laughs> like, oh. I'm not giving that away. <laughs> they come in bags, right? But, but, yeah, they do. Yeah, roughly thirty dollars, and they are each officially licensed Capcom products. Oh, oh boy, they would definitely fall under the uh, ATBGE subreddit, which is I love that subreddit. It stands for Awful taste, but great execution. These absolutely fall into that. I could post that on that subreddit and get hits. I want to give away two of these. Okay. One. So maybe next week give away one, the next week give away another one. Uh, and I want to do a drawing, iTunes reviews. Randomizer again, pick an iTunes review, pull it out. So if you haven't left an iTunes review, you want to get in on that, leave us an iTunes review, enter, enter the drawing, and we'll get one of these and I'll send it to you. Okay. I like it. I want to know what they are. Oh, I think we should take pictures with them before we send them. So, I think <laughs> did Capcom make waifu pillows? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. They probably, they probably did. Yeah. So that's all. That's all I got. Okay. What you got? Uh, if you want to call us, you can two seven zero eight eight three. But I said check the, They can check the website. So I didn't give the number. Oh, you want man. to give the number? Look, I'm look, I'm <laughs> I'm new here, and I, and I have a gun, and I just. Oh, yeah, I guess you do whatever you want. I just I can. Yeah. How do I say you're a good guy with a gun? I guess I need to find a bad guy with a gun to save me from you. How do you know? How do you know which uh, one I am? Man, let me see your NRA membership. Afraid I don't have one of those. Then you're the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's left to cover. I don't know. I'm on. Come hang out with me on Twitch Sundays, eight thirty Central. All right, goodbye. Patreon. We do, do have like a Patreon. People? We, we do have a Patreon. Uh, hey, did you enjoy this? If you did. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash tadpog, chip in a buck, and you get like access to a whole bunch of fucking bonus shit that we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, we've done a video where we cast all, all Suikoden characters for a fantasy Suikoden movie. Mm. And uh, some people said very kind things about it. And we're going to be doing another Patreon special this Thursday. We'll be recording it. Yep. Now, I don't know when it. it's going to publish. Yep. But... Um, so if you want to hear, you want to tease what that is because I think it's a great. I love it. So, uh, so we are very unhip. What parents? What? We're gun toting old, old parents. We're out of like like Abe Simpson. They changed what it was, and now we don't understand. Mm-hmm. But who does? Brainy Junior. So Brainy Junior has compiled a list of all the it terms, all the kids slang for us to decipher and stumble through. So we're gonna be issued a quiz. Yep. Right. Yep. I love, dude. I cannot wait. I, <laughs> I cannot wait. I am so excited to do this. Mm-hmm. So, sixteen-year-old schools Tyler and Dave at yeah. Slang. Uh, I'm also like probably the most thing, the most, the thing I'm most excited about is pushing the profanity envelope just as much as I can. Because <laughs> <laughs> Melissa asked me, like, how clean is that going to be? Yeah, maybe a little less than normal. And she just looked at me. I was like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank a few people who've recently donated on Patreon. Uh, Nathan Eaton uh, just upped his pledge. Uh, thank you very much, Nathan. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, I'd also like to thank Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. He just recently upped his donation by a penny, riding that penny train. Uh, and uh, 
Micah just recently started a podcast uh, along with Blumpkin Bear, Sean Barry, mm-hmm. called Digital Cartridge mm-hmm. Podcast. Yep, yep. Uh, they just published their first episode this week, uh, so I urge you to check that out. Uh, I'd also like to thank Josh Cornelly for uh, upping his donation. Uh, thank you very much, Josh. Uh, and also, uh, Jalen M. Shell, thank you for upping your donation as, as well. I didn't mean to make that rhyme, it just happened. <laughs> I'm what you might call a... Natural, a poet, a natural. And you didn't poet. know it. I did not even know it. Uh, our theme song is "Moves" by Sicky Bar Drive. Link to that track from the show notes at tabbog.com or on his forty-five. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> on his car. Yeah, his bicycle wheel. <clears throat> How you want to close it out, Dave? I'm going to close it out as uh, Lux. As Lux. As Lux, okay. the robot. Okay. The uh, Tattoogen, I believe they're called in the game. Tattoogen. Okay. The ancient race of robots. Ancient. So until next time, tropical, tropical Capricorn, Capricorn exterminate. <laughs> exterminate. Actually, I'm Ron Perlman. Oh, fuck. The whole time? Get that cum off my face. <laughs> I think you mean get that cum on my get face, that That's Mr. It? Perlman. Is that all you have? <laughs> no, don't That's even. not even a, what is that, 12 ropes? Ron. Child's play. Ron, I respect you, but you need to respect me and the amount of semen <laughs> that I can produce. <laughs> Good. Go back home and be an edging man. <laughs> you know, my favorite kind of play is when we role play me and Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I didn't even realize I wanted it till I just said that. Like, I want a movie, a Street Fighter movie with Ron Perlman as old guile. Yeah. Let's just cast old Street Fighter. That could be a Patreon thing. Shit, it could be. Old yeah. Street Fighter. Yep. Only actor 60 plus, Ooh. old Street Fighter. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood is Ken. Yep. We're spoiling. It can't. We got to no, wait. Yeah, we got to wait. We got to wait. Yep. For Patreon. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Feeling like it's good. I will take your word for yeah. it. I'm like, I'm sure that it feels good, but I don't. I I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to subject anybody to that. <laughs> it's a bad situation. It. <laughs> It's a bad, I know you got a bad situation. You think you have a bad situation? <laughs> I know, I know. You've got a bad situation, but like I've also, I've got a bad situation. I've got Dagobah down there. Like, you know. <laughs> I've got a bad situation. Yeah. You probably have Tatooine and I've got Dagobah. <laughs> I, you probably, that's actually probably a really good, a really good analogy. And that is the stinger. <laughs> <laughs> go that ahead, is, that go is, ahead and stop it now then. That is it. <laughs>